Welcome to The Parent Pod, a happy place to find out all about pregnancy and the start of parenthood from the information-packed babycentre.co.uk. Hello, I'm Lucy. And I'm Claire. And we're here with a podcast for every week of your pregnancy, full of really useful takeaway information, candid admissions from our own experiences, having both had two children, and top advice from experts. We won't leave you holding the baby either. This podcast series takes you right up to when your new baby is 12 weeks old. In this first episode, we start six weeks of pregnancy. You may have just discovered you're having a baby. Maybe your period was late. Maybe you've been weeing on sticks since two days after you think you ovulated. Or maybe, like me, your boobs just started to really hurt and you felt kind of weirdly different. However you found out, congratulations. Hopefully it's good news for you. Yes, and it's almost definitely going to be in equal parts exciting and scary, especially if this is your first or even your second or third. We'll kick off by having a think about how your baby's developing. What's happening for baby? So your baby is still amazingly small at this stage. It's the size of a lentil. Wow, Claire, that's really tiny. It is. But her facial features are already starting to form, which is amazing at this stage. She has dark spots where her eyes will be and tiny depressions where her ears and her nostrils will grow. Muscle and bone tissue are forming and she's covered with a thin layer of skin. In fact, her skin is so thin that you can see through it. And I can remember seeing those pictures where you can see all the blood vessels and everything, can't oh, you? That was fascinating, isn't it? Just it being is. able to see all, all of that depth when they're developing. Buds are swelling where her arms will develop, soon followed by those for her legs. Your baby's heart is beating about 100 beats a minute already. Inside, cells that will become your baby's intestines are developing, along with the bud of tissue that will become her lungs, liver and kidneys. Your baby's neural tube continues to close at each end to protect her brain and spinal cord. What's happening for you? More than anything, you are absorbing some big news, which takes a while to get your head round. Oh, it definitely does. It's early days, and so you're probably wary to get too excited. But it's hard not to project forward and be like, wow, we're having a baby. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I can remember doing that pregnancy test and calling my partner and we were living in different parts of the country okay so I was I, I, and this pregnancy I have to be honest came out of nowhere a little right, bit okay <laughs> so yeah I, I rang him and he was just like I said I've just done a test and I'm pregnant and uh, oh my goodness. and he was like yeah <laughs> and then I was like wishing away and every so often he was like yeah oh my goodness he must have been so shocked <laughs> he was um, poor boy so yeah he absolutely couldn't believe it did um, he manage to say any other words at all I think he did after about 20 minutes he just about strung a sentence together wow I'm not sure you ever forget that first positive pregnancy test it's like that one blue line is burnt on the back of your retina or maybe just shared on your Instagram well yeah that too so back to the practical stuff what should mums definitely be doing this week If you aren't taking folic acid, then make sure you pop straight down to the chemist for a packet of those. It's for the baby's spine and nervous system development. So you need 400 micrograms daily. Oh, yeah. And then you can get those pregnancy multivitamins as well, can't you? Which I think has 400 in plus 10 of vitamin D, which is quite good. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I took those. You may start to feel a bit nauseous as morning sickness kicks in. And about 9 out of 10 women experience it including me did and you have it me yeah. yes <laughs> um yeah i didn't actually realize that that many women suffered from it do we know what causes nausea well i had a further look into this on baby center and there's loads of information about nausea oh you love a bit of research don't you lucy definitely 
Um, I think also partly because I was really sick during my pregnancy, so I'm particularly interested in the subject. Yes. So I learned that feeling sick is actually a good sign that your pregnancy hormone levels are high and your pregnancy is likely to continue. The exact cause of morning sickness is unknown, but it's thought to be connected to their pregnancy hormones, estrogen and human chorionic gonadotrophin. Oh, glad you had to say that. Good levels of HCG, that's a much easier way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Ensure that your pregnancy continues and develops until the placenta can maintain it. Levels of HCG tend to decrease around 16 to 20 weeks of pregnancy, which is when sickness usually comes to a halt although it can happen earlier I think mine stopped about 16 weeks yeah it can be a shock to find yourself so overwhelmed by morning sickness can't it oh it can and if you're really unlucky you may get hyperemesis gravidarum oh another massive word (laughs) yeah I think we'll call it HG from now on which is known as and that's an extreme form of morning sickness if you are thinking you might have that or you've just got really bad morning sickness then remember to drink frequently so you don't become dehydrated and if it gets really bad speak to your doctor especially if you can't keep anything down you had that didn't you yeah I had it and it made me feel just not as positive as I'd wanted to feel about my pregnancy to be honest I bet okay it's time for us to step up and ask those questions so that you don't have to each week we will ask a common question from our community boards or regular worries that new mums and dads have. This week, we tackle that common feeling of, I don't feel pregnant. Am I really, though? Oh, yes. I remember this feeling very clearly. You feel you should be hot-footing it down to see the GP so that they can do some other magical test just to confirm. But the reality is, if there's a line on your pregnancy test and you've had unprotected sex, then you probably are pregnant. Ah. Yeah, and false positives are very unusual. But don't take our word for it. We had a chat with our baby centre midwife just to make sure. Today we're going to be talking about doing a pregnancy test. You'll be hearing from me in future episodes, taking you through different stages of your pregnancy and your birth. A positive test on your pregnancy is almost certainly correct. The only reason that it might not be is if you have been taking some drugs that can affect the results. And these drugs are drugs that are used to treat anxiety epilepsy, heart failure, infertility and sometimes allergies. So generally speaking if you've had a positive result and you're not taking any of those drugs then almost certainly that is a correct result and you are pregnant. Following your positive pregnancy test the next thing to do is to phone up your GP surgery and ask them to make an appointment with the midwife for you. The first appointment with your midwife would generally be around eight weeks. What do you expect this week? We give you an idea of, you've guessed it, what to expect next. So as we just heard, now is the time to book in to see your midwife. Your booking appointment happens around 8 to 12 weeks. I found it put my mind at rest once I had that in the diary. Yeah, I felt the same. I was kind of itching once I knew I was pregnant to see a midwife and have it confirmed some way. (laughs) Ideally, your booking appointment should take place by about 10 weeks of pregnancy So there's plenty of time to arrange any first trimester screening tests, but don't panic if it's a bit later than this. Your midwife or GP won't set your booking appointment before eight weeks because sadly the chance of miscarriage is highest before this time. Unless you have a medical condition you may be concerned about, you don't need to book a doctor's appointment. Yeah, I made the mistake of booking a GP appointment, but it's best to just give your GP surgery a call, have a chat with the receptionist and they can tell you how to go about making your midwife book an appointment. So Lucy, did you make loads of lifestyle changes once you were pregnant? Um, Yeah, quite a few. I gave up alcohol, cut down on coffee, stopped eating soft cheeses and all the other foods that are recommended you stop. There's lots of information about this on Baby Centre. 
and we've put a link in the show notes for this episode. In a nutshell, it's recommended to avoid pate, unpasteurized milk and cheese, most soft cheeses, some meats, raw shellfish such as oysters and prawns. Uh, most shop-bought sushi is safe, but if you're in any doubt, it's best not to risk eating it. Also avoid raw or undercooked eggs unless they're British line quality stamped. I have to admit, sometimes I thought, what are the chances? But what I hadn't realised is that you are actually more likely to get food poisoning. This is because your body's natural defences against listeria are weaker during pregnancy. So I just couldn't live with the risk of that. No. I do know some people who just ignored most of the advice and were fine. Yeah, same But way. I was too worried I'd get listeria or something and miscarry. Yeah, I just thought I wouldn't forgive myself and just stuck to the rules too. A big no-no is pate because it can contain listeria. And another reason to avoid eating pate is that it often contains liver, which you shouldn't eat in pregnancy. Oh, really? And why is that? It, liver contains high levels of retinol, which is a type of vitamin A. Right. And too much retinol can be harmful to your unborn baby. Although, weirdly, I craved liver through pregnancy. Did you? Yeah. So I don't have a liver pate story, but I do have another pate story. Oh, okay. Go on then, Claire. A friend of mine was pregnant and her sister brought over some really pretty looking little pieces of toast with pate on. Nice, nice. And she said, oh, I shouldn't really have those because I'm pregnant, aren't I? And her sister, her sister was like really insistent. And she said, yeah. no liver in them. It's like a special recipe and I made it myself. Okay, um, yeah. So they are safe, and so she ate one, right? Oh. And then her sister revealed that she'd made it from her own placenta. Oh, my goodness. Placenta pate. It's a thing. Oh, Claire, did she swallow it? I'm not sure. Oh. Okay, so moving on. Claire, did you give up alcohol? Yes, I did. Because I felt really sick. I didn't actually miss it that much. But I did get sick of elderflower cordial, which mm. I felt that was the only drink on offer most of the time. I also gave up my social smoking and... Life became a bit dull. <laughs> um, I wanted to be in bed by nine at the yeah. latest. Well, lots of sleep is recommended. And I don't think we'd be telling you something you didn't know if we were to say that giving up smoking is vitally important. But wonder about vaping. Oh yeah, what is the deal with vaping? Well, vaping isn't recommended as its impact isn't known. So try and avoid smoking and vaping if you possibly can. So that brings us to an end for this week. We should remind you that the podcasts don't replace medical advice and you should speak to your own doctor or midwife if you have any concerns. We hope you stay well, stay healthy and look forward to talking about seven weeks next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Parent Pod. If you'd like more expert advice and information, chat to others at your stage of pregnancy or get emails tailored to you and your baby. Download the Baby Centre app now or visit babycentre.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Baby Centre UK. All the info we cover in each episode is linked in our show notes. If you loved our podcast and found it useful, please rate and review The Parent Pod wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to share it with your partner and friends. <laughs>